Uh, I think we're live. Yep, we're live. You are looking live. You are looking live for, I don't even know, is this the last time? Probably not. We got the whole bowl season, bitches. We got to project everything. It's going to be a lot of these left. Uh, but this is uh, officially the, what, the last Illegal Talk in the Back podcast about the regular season, where we'll cover it directly, freshly, and, uh, you know, uh, coming off a weekend where we all watched it, enjoyed it, possibly their families, possibly drunk off our asses. Nobody will know. But, um, yeah, we're back with here, basically the usual crew. Uh, actually, no, there's not been one usual crew. Ah, this is actually, this is the first usual crew, I'm pretty sure, right? This is the first repeat crew that we've had. So we have everyone that's been on the podcast this time for once. Not two, not three, but four. Four Titans. Bring us in. Bring us in. Let's go. In Pittsburgh, he's six foot three. Weighing in at 192 pounds. <laughs> you know, it's more like a two, <laughs> two four, 204. Oh, Whoa. 240. That's wow. not true. Um, Marriage has been rough on Chris. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on a couple extra <laughs> extra bees on, but that's all right. Were yeah. you in college, like 180? You were a bean. Um, you know, there was, there was like a freshman 15, which turned into the sophomore 15. And then, you know, I was... And then there might have been a junior fifteen. I, I you know, I can't remember. I so where you, were you when you started college? Were you like one ten? Right, when I started college, I think I was one seventy. <laughs> and then are I you finished guys, probably like two ten. I was always the same height. Yeah. Oh, this has been our weight loss podcast. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you need any help, Chris can tell you how to gain weight. Uh, yeah. It's, He's working on hitting that peak and, and heading back to the trough. <laughs> the, key, the key to getting weight is eating to your full and then saying, you know what, I'm going to have a little bit more. Yeah. That's great what for does, getting um, What does Max say in Always Sunny? Does he, say, he always says he's harvesting mass. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask, Chris, because you're, you're the only married person here. Like, do you feel less pressure to look any way decent with your body at this point in your life? You know? Now you're like, you're heading down the long road, like, you know, <laughs> you're locked in. It's over. You don't have to deal with it anymore. Uh, I would say that, you know, you, you need the, uh, you need the ladies to look on and, and be like, you know, sorry, taken. You need that. Ah. You need to be flattered. I guess so. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Still on the market to some degree. Uh, anyway, so now we're done talking about weight loss and marriage and shit. Uh, um, Hailing from the dirty, dirty North New Jersey, we've got Will. That's right. Soon to be New York City. Soon to be New York City. Will will uh will be shifting into the Big Apple or across from across it? Technically across it. Soon enough. We can't disclose where it is, but uh, let's just. We're gonna be neighbors soon, Will. Yeah. It's uh, where Amazon might be. <laughs> It's not Amazon. Um, <laughs> he's not that good. Um, and then actually in the Big Apple, you know, d- defending the rights of women and men like Daredevil, we've got John. I mean, to clarify, I'm probably at the like very top of the stem of the Big Apple, but yeah. 
Hey, it's still the big apple. Maybe even like maybe even a little bit more above the stem. Well, yeah, but if you lived in Reading, you're like you grew up in Philly, so. Oh yeah, of course. So that yes, was... I, I am from. <laughs> that was like the most outlandish thing ever. You're like at Penn State, like everyone knows like the general geography of Pennsylvania. You ask people where they grew up, they're like, "Oh yeah, I grew up in Philly." Where at uh, Allentown? Fuck off. <laughs> the phrase like outside my, Philly like is like a that, thousand mile radius. Yeah, my theory yeah, that, that Philadelphia is the center of the universe. No matter where you are, you describe how far away you are from Philly. <laughs> I've heard Philly, people say, yeah, like, I live in, uh, I live like 36 hours from Philly. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a seven hour flight from Philly. I actually live in uh, Istanbul. Um, <laughs> Dude, so like Malaysia. <laughs> like not far from oh, not, not far from Philly. Yeah, it's really we're not starting on any sort of strong uh you know. Well, I mean it hasn't been a big week at all. It's only been the week before the conference championships. Our thirteen sure. subscribers are really gonna be pissed. I know. Hey first of all, I'd like to have a sidebar as if we haven't already had three of them. Yeah. Uh, who are these people that are downloading our podcast? I, I don't know who you are, people that are downloading the podcast. Um but thank you, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Your life must be pretty bleak if you want to spend an hour. Skokie, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bill in Dubuque, Iowa. Thanks, Bill. Uh, keep on coming back. <laughs> I like well, how... We lost uh, that listener, um, Mark Herman. Or no, d- sorry, Dan Herman is out. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't need him anyway. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Dan Herman, who we told to fuck off multiple times. Um, what if he was like, what if there was a guy named Dan Herman? He was like bringing in like 20 people. He was listening. He was like, oh, we're going to fuck these guys. I'm not going to bolster their podcast. That'd be a little depressing. He's a podcast scout. Um, yeah, so I guess we should probably talk about college football because, you know, I guess that's what this is about. Although, like, the season's pretty much over, which... Uh, you know, let's all plot ourselves. We got through the season. You know, tough, tough road in the podcast world started in week nine, right around the right time, you know, and just uh, ran it through to what, week 13. Good run. Um, interesting games this weekend. What? Oklahoma escapes another one. I, and everyone's talking about this LSU Texas AM game, and I will talk about that, but like, I don't know. I think there's there's bigger things. It wasn't that interesting, which we could just touch on that in about three seconds, I think. What? The uh, A&M-LSU game, really not much happening there. Well, I mean, do you uh, you want to touch on it first? Want to get out of the way? Because everyone down here is creaming their pants, because I'm in Houston. So, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, it's the first game I've ever played. Like, and I'm, I'm I'm getting tired of it, you know? Like, you had two teams that just couldn't win the fucking game, and that's what you get. Yeah, it was just bad football. For a long time and close bad football. Yeah. It just seemed like by overtime the defenses were gassed. And I don't know if they score touchdown on every overtime. I know in the last at least like four or five they did. I think there was one field goal, if I'm, not, field. If I'm not mistaken, in the, in the uh, OTs. Seven overtimes, 42 points. So, all right. So, like two overtimes. What is that? Field is that two field goals and uh, no, and five touchdowns? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we feel those five touchdowns. That's stupid. Yeah, so the defenses were just, you know, too tired to do anything. That does not exactly spell good football. 
But I also want to say, how pissed would you be if you got doused with Gatorade and then had to coach seven more overtimes? Oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that that kind of makes you look like a chuckle fuck. I thought it was interesting that, like, you, if you're in A&M's position, like, you get down, you score, and you're like, well, I really would just like to kick a fucking extra point in this situation. But you can't. Because the way the rules are set up. It's kind of weird. Like, like oh, two-point conversion. That if people stop making that shit, then it gets, like, really bad. But... Uh, I don't know. Really long anomaly game, you know. Yeah, I, I say bad on both teams because they weren't man enough to go eight overtimes. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're going to go all the way to seven, just, just keep going to the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. I, think if, I think the NCAA should adopt a rule. Um, after seven, there's no defense at all. And then it just becomes like whether or not like the receivers could catch a pass, and like the first person to drop one loses. <laughs> it's my proposition you know? to the NCA. They've adopted shittier rules. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It, you you pretty rarely are going to see a game like that. So I feel like I feel like that game might have brought in some college football fans because you're like, oh my god, this is crazy. I heard that from a lot of people, but you know, whatever. It, you know, congrats to honest, I, I thought the game was over um, a long time ago, and then uh, I got a text from you guys and turned it on, and it was in the seventies, and I'm like, holy shit! Um, yeah. I, I similarly had had switched the uh, switched the channel and uh, flipped back, and but... as I was watching the uh, final moments of the game. My brother sent me a link to an article about Dwight Howard, so I did not see the end of it because I was reading about the accusations against Dwight Howard and his team, which I won't get into on this podcast. So yeah. I guess we could, uh, I guess we could move on. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's leave that one be for right now. I just now. saw Ed Orgeron going nuts at the end. <laughs> Um, what I else like is he saw the link to the Dwight Howard article, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is interesting? I, I guess we'll go, we'll go what we think is least interesting forward. Um, what was the one I had picked out? Why can't I think? What, I'm doing Texas. a terrible fucking job here. Texas, huh? Kansas. Oh, seven yeah. points. What a joke. Yeah. Texas, Kansas, Texas wins by seven points. Gets into the, uh, gets into the old, the, the big game. Yeah, the rematch moves up, moves up seven point uh, seven slots for every point they won by. Did they move up seven? No, but they. <laughs> it's just getting out of hand. I don't think they're that good. This team lost to Maryland. Let's not forget that. Yeah, but Maryland almost beat Ohio State. So who's the dummy? Um, you want to talk about Ohio State? We'll talk about it. Oh my God, are we shocked? Holy shit! Ohio State won the 14th out of the 15th year? Holy fuck. Did I call this enough times in the last two weeks? Did I I'd, like to say, I'd like to say, I called this on the podcast, Chris. Did I not tell you? I was like, Harbaugh's going to throw his headset? I have a vision. Did he throw his headset? I, I have to know. admit, I missed almost all of this game because I was at the Penn State-Maryland game. Ugh. I was supposed to go to that shit. Um, Will was there, too. Yeah, it was brutal. But a brutally good win. But, but so, yeah, I did not, not catch very much of this game. I, I have to admit I was proven wrong. Um, I had Michigan in this one. But I could pretty much, from what I saw in the beginning of the game, I could immediately tell that Ohio State 
was going to win and just was probably going to dominate the game. Yeah. By like they just grabbed the game by the hordes and never let go. So. Well, they kind of did. What's interesting about this game is they kind of did let go at the end of the first half. Like they basically shot themselves in the dick like fourteen times in a row, like and gave up. They gave up almost what almost like twenty points in like I don't know seven minutes or something, um, which was very like you're like really. But obviously they came out in the second half, and I think I think what a lot of people have been saying about Michigan all year is if they get in a position where they're down. They're just not designed to come back. And that's, you know, basically what you saw, you know. Say if, if you're in a position where, you know, somebody scores 14, Michigan's not going to score 14 quickly, you know. I mean, even the game against us where they blew us out, they fucking couldn't score more than 14 points for three quarters, basically. Yeah, so it's like a seven-point game at the end of the third quarter. People. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I'm not surprised. Sneaky fucking Ohio State probably gets a break this weekend, and well, we'll save that for a little later. But yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, I guess we, in, the, in the 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 other big game being Oklahoma West Virginia, Oklahoma yet again has has played like this five of the same fucking games this year, where they put up like ninety points and like the other team puts up eighty seven. You know, a free pass for winning this game by only three because they scored a million points. And people are just like, well, they scored a lot, so that's cool. I was like, Ohio State just smoked the number four team. Oklahoma just beat the number what? Twelve team by three? I think, no, West Virginia was higher than that, weren't they? West Virginia was thirteen. No. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I the I will the one thing I'll say, and this is the, the one the one statistic that I think is just a little sketchy about Oklahoma is if you look at them against the top the top, what, four or five offenses in the Big 12, which are Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, um, Texas, uh, and uh, West Virginia, they have either won or lost by a margin of less than five points in all of those games. So uh, you kind of got to question, like, could these games have gone a different direction? Um I look back, I'm like, Bedlam could have easily been a fucking death sentence for them. Easily. You know? And they, they kind of walked out of there, you know, with with no... I mean, like, Oklahoma State obviously has a good offense, but they're playing kind of like shit this year. They've lost a lot of shitty games. And they they took Oklahoma down to the wire, so... They play up and down to their point every week. Yeah. Taylor Cornelius makes that throw, which he makes... 99 yeah. times, then, yeah. Yeah. West yeah. Virginia, to me, is just the unlucky version of Oklahoma. <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty good description. Yeah. They're basically the same team at this point. Like, with Will Greer in there, and obviously, he's uh, he's done, supposedly. Although I'll bet we'll see him for another They score years. a shit ton of points. They give up a shit ton of points. The only difference is that West Virginia lost two close games. Yeah. And Oklahoma did not lose two close games. They lost one. Yeah. One that, that they'll get to uh, try to avenge, you know. Yeah, you uh, think they could do it this weekend? I, 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 have a, I think they're going to fucking smoke Texas, is my opinion. Yeah, we'll get into the picks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, let's yeah. we'll, we'll do a quick rundown of anything else that's interesting that happened this weekend in the rivalry Florida, world. In Florida beating Florida State and... 
Yeah, team, let's talk briefly. Team, for, yeah, team, Florida beat up on Florida team, State. Team is trash. Yeah. It's just, oh. Um, yeah, I think I'm finally ready to buy into the fact that Florida State is not a good team, despite having them pick to upset just about every team they played since we started this podcast. Chris Chris ragged all over you for that. On the last I'm one. officially off the bandwagon. Oh, I didn't listen <laughs> yeah. to our podcast last week. Did I no. get ragged on? Well, I just he said ragged. I'm not on the Florida State at all. I, I don't really get get the love. Yeah. <laughs> did, we, did we see that Willie Taggart shuffled the deck a little bit? Um with his assistance this week. Better but, shuffle something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Notre Dame USC. This Dave's own ass? Or, um, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I don't, you, I don't know. You, you want to talk? Why don't you talk? With a talking stick? With a talking bear? Talk. <laughs> well, it, it seems to me like after one year, what does it really prove if you're just going to change all your assistance? I mean... Has they really done that poorly in one year? I think yeah. you need, you need yeah. at least a couple of years if you're going to be like oh, reasonable. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with with all of that. Uh, you know, Willie Taggart's not going to have a much longer leash himself if he keeps missing out on bowl games at Florida State. So yeah, I thought that was always a weird hire anyway, and it remains to be seen if they're like geniuses or not. Um, you know. I mean, Scott Frost, obviously, like, now seems like people, the whole, like, we buy into Scott, like, seems to kind of be working now um, towards the back half of the season. Um, and maybe Chip Kelly plays out. Who knows? Um, uh, I don't know. Notre Dame-USC, uh, kind of a close-ish game, but Notre Dame, again, you know, finishes it out, goes undefeated, whoop-de-fucking-do. Uh, Penn State Nittany Lions, Trounce, Maryland, take care of business, try to get their bid in for the, uh, the New York Six. Uh, Pittsburgh gets thrashed by Miami, further proving the ACC sucks. Ass. Still going to the title game. Yeah. Um, John, your boys Baylor beat Texas Tech. I didn't know that until right now. Yeah, Baylor's, uh, Baylor's back. Oh, holy shit. The Sun Devil, Hermie, takes over Arizona. I didn't watch that either. I'm having like a stream of consciousness of what happened this weekend. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's really not that much more than that. Um, we all kind of know what the big question, the questions on the table are now. So as far as the CFP rankings, Ohio State moves up to six. Oklahoma's ahead of them. Georgia's in the fourth slot, although likely will not stay there. Given the SEC title game situation, Florida inexplicably moves up to nine. LSU drops to 10. Washington jumps in front of us. We're at 12. Washington State behind us and Texas behind them with Kentucky behind that. I'm just Here's my issue with Florida. Florida has played only four road games all season, and one of them was at Florida State. Really? They they've played their entire basically their entire season has been in Gainesville. Wow, how the hell did they pull that off? I have no idea. Sounds like some bullshit scheduling to me. That is some scheduling. Well, I guess one one neutral in there, right, against uh, Georgia. Oh, Georgia, and then and then four roads. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, there's yeah, there's your five. I, I the biggest thing that I see with Florida is. They played two fucking FCS teams, and like, come on. I just don't like it. 
any. I mean, they beat their their claim to fame here is that they beat LSU, who is now a what a nine and three team. Yeah, you know. So how good? How much do we count that for? Like Michigan State beat us. We're a nine and three team. Should they be ranked? You know, we're two slots behind LSU. I don't know. It's questionable. I don't. There's currently, I believe, eight (laughs) SEC teams ranked in the uh, college football playoff rankings. Yeah, I saw that. Eight. Yeah, Missouri sneaks in there at the end. Oh, those little bitches! Seriously. Oh, because they're Uh, eight and four. Because they're eight and four and five hundred in their conference. Yeah. What is this? Fucking Mississippi State. Mississippi State and Missouri, both of them, 500 in fucking conference. They're the only teams. What the fuck is this? Northwestern, meanwhile, not ranked while they're, uh, what, 7-1 and one in their conference? Yeah, 7-1. Like, yeah, they're 21. I, I don't... I, I think that there's some bull fucking shit going on here with these SEC rankings. This is probably worse than it's ever been, to be perfectly honest with you. I think all the rankings this this year, ACC too overrated. Freaking Syracuse was like top fifteen at one point. Yeah, so, but a lot of that got figured out, right? Syracuse is still there, but like BC's gone, NC State's gone. Like a lot of the shitty teams that we were like, why? What are they doing here? Are gone. Missouri so. is currently ranked where they're ranked right now because they beat Florida and lost by one to Kentucky. That's it. Literally it. Yeah. What do you think happens after uh, Georgia loses this weekend? How far do they drop? Probably like one spot. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not actually kidding. I would not be shocked by that. If Georgia doesn't lose by more than three touchdowns, I think they'll probably only drop to like six. Yeah, I, I, six I would. I got seven because I mean it depends on what Oklahoma does. Um, I'm also assuming that Ohio State will win. And I think that, uh, let's see, what, what are the rankings right now? What do you think Ohio State can do to jump Oklahoma if they both win? Just fucking um, rail. Honestly, Western. My, my, uh, I'm of the opinion that Ohio State does not control its own destiny whatsoever. Um, and if both, if both teams win, there's not a chance that the committee picks Ohio State over Oklahoma. Even if it's like close versus blowout? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm with I think I'm with John there. I think I could get behind that. I think the committee is going to punish them severely for losing by 28 to Purdue or whatever they lost by. Well, hold the fucking phone here, because what's the fun of a fucking four person podcast? Everyone agrees. I don't agree with that shit at all. I think you're totally wrong. You know what? I think you don't even think thing. I'm just now. I'm just gonna go. I was just gonna slander you. Um, no, I wouldn't say that that's totally true. I wouldn't say that's totally true, and it all depends on how the committee looks at the Big Ten versus the Big 12, right? Which, if you look it through, there's, what, three teams in the Big 12 that are ranked right now, with Iowa State at the very end there. Um, so as much as there's a bad loss with Purdue, and we, you know, we, we can't discount that, I don't know. It, it, the question is, if I'm, this is all I think about. If I'm looking at Oklahoma, I'm like, I know that they're going to score against Alabama, and their only way that they're going to win this game is if it's like 55 to 52. 
because that's the only way they've won any big games this year, right? Whereas Ohio State's won some bigger games by like a, a larger margin. Um, so I know it's not really a great argument. I tend to agree with you that if they, if, you know, Oklahoma wins, it's in. They avenge the loss. Uh, I would say though, we have seen Ohio State go on this like very vertical trajectory from like what the hell is this to this like holy shit, what is you know this like newly reborn Ohio State, um, and obviously that team won 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 the title. So I guess the more interesting question is what happens to Oklahoma and Ohio State if Georgia wins? That's I will say this. This is the scenario where I think that neither have a chance. To be perfectly honest with you, if four, five, and six win, I, I think that you just see a, a swap between Georgia and Alabama, and that's it. That's it. That's my opinion. Or or Clemson goes to one, and Georgia uh, leaps Notre Dame. The only thing that would get interesting would be like if Oklahoma womps Texas and Georgia wins. What happens to Notre Dame? Right. Because you can suddenly make an argument of, like, now, now this whole, like, Notre Dame doesn't play a fucking conference championship game gets a little louder. I don't think it happens, but it could, theoretically. Probably not. You know. <laughs> I, You're hoping. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hoping. So it's sounding like we all agree that Alabama has already punched their ticket. Unless they oh, yeah. their ass kicked. Yeah. I, I think that... Even if they do kind of get whooped, uh, whooped around a little bit, they still punch their ticket. Um, I think that's true, but I don't agree with that happening. Like, I think it will happen. I don't want it to happen. I think what you have this year is basically the 18 playoff in a different form. You know, you've got all these teams playing in conference championships. You know, everyone knows the stakes. Win and you're in, like, for everyone except for Ohio State, maybe. You know, if your team doesn't show up, if you don't win on Saturday, if Alabama can't get it together, like, congrats on the 12-0, and but it doesn't matter anymore. You know, it's playoffs now. It's conference championship, it's playoffs. If you lose on Saturday, you're out. It's over. You're done. Sorry. You won all those other ones that kind of mattered, but you didn't show up when it counted. That's it. I don't want any team in the playoff who doesn't win Saturday. That's true. Uh, that would be a first. There's... There's never been a team in that has lost on I mean, you have Saturday. Alabama, yeah. Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State playing. And it's basically like an eight-team playoff. This is your the closest you're going to get to it right now. And Clemson playing. If Clemson or Ohio State game is even close, I want them to drop. Clemson is playing freaking Pittsburgh. What a joke. And Ohio State is playing Northwestern, who lost to Akron. Like, I'm not... I'm not being nice this weekend. I'm much. I am much higher on Northwest than you are, but I, I do agree. I mean, you know, everyone knows the stakes. Don't. I don't want any excuses on Saturday night after the games from these teams. Notre Dame is currently in the playoffs because they won by a touchdown against Michigan in the opening weekend, and that's it. They won yeah. by a touchdown against USC. They won by a lot of. Singular touchdowns this year. <laughs> they Feels played. Like... They played a lot of close games against a lot of mediocre teams, and yeah. you know they they pulled them out. But I mean, yeah. does this that's, that's does enough, this man. schedule look any? Uh, where do you put uh, UCF if they have the identical win? Like 
just swap the teams. Where do you put UCF if they're 12 and 0 and they beat Michigan in the opening weekend and then just played a bunch of like close games? I think I just put them at seven. (laughs) They're at eight right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think this whole UCF thing would be a lot more interesting if Milton was not hurt. Yeah, that's kind of upsetting. That's yeah. That that does kind of ruin the whole offensive prowess situation. If Georgia, if Georgia gets blown out and Oklahoma and Ohio State lose, UCF at four. Is that a yes? I I I don't think they can do it with Milton out. I think they would. They I think they put Florida in. I'll kill somebody if they put Florida in. <laughs> They're like, that win over Idaho by 70 was pretty tremendous, to be honest with you. <laughs> Got to tell you, with Dan Mullen here, they have an offense now. Um, for chaos this weekend. I want UCF in the Dan playoff. I think it would be the first I, I w- time where the committee would look at an existing injury before they made their selection. Yeah. I mean, I've heard... I heard somewhere that they take that sort of thing into account. Yeah, they do. They do. They and do, so, yeah. and so that being said, if if your by far best player is out, well, that, that was that was the argument for um, that was the argument for Clemson last year when they lost to fucking Syracuse. You you heard the committee? They're like, no, oh, well, their quarterback, you know, he was injured, so or he, he was like, we weren't even injured. He's like fucking sick that day, some shit. The committee no, was he like, was injured. He was injured. I don't. I'm gonna go with he had the fucking flu. I don't the quarterback who can't even flu. hold on to a job the next year. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And they Kelly. say that he's so important to the team that. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna that you can just forgive the their loss. Yeah. I would say this. I think that if if Alabama does lose and it's, I would say if it's under ten points and they lose, I totally see them getting in. I don't agree with it either, but basically, we heard it the year that we did it. We heard it last year, uh, whatever, 2016, 2017. It's gone back to this notion in the rule book of we're supposed to put the four best teams in the country into the playoff, which is kind of an oxymoron because you kind of sit there and you say, well, then why the fuck do we play conference championship games? We could, like, every year, regardless of Alabama's record, I would put them in the playoffs. At this point, I'd probably put Clemson in, even if they lost three games based on that logic. I think the um, idea that this idea that you're supposed to put the four best teams in the playoff is making it just a recruiting ranking like situation with the committee. Yeah. But, you know, some of these teams could have lost one or two games this year and are still might be thought of as the best teams. Like, All right, here's here's an interesting question then. Right. <clears throat> Out of the four teams, we'll say the possibles here, right, which would be Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Georgia, Oklahoma, uh, Ohio State. We'll leave UCF out of this discussion, right? Out of those, regardless of record, if we're going off of the old eye test and off of, like, who are the best teams, right? Getting away from the record, how would you re-rank those? So, like, just look at the top six. Would you keep them the same? Or would you move teams, like, would you, like, swap Georgia, Notre Dame? Or, like, move Oklahoma up? Or one of those? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd have uh, Alabama. Um, I think I put Notre Dame ahead of Clemson. I'm not not big on Clemson. Just not really impressed. Probably because they don't have anyone to play against to impress anyone. ACC's a joke. Then Clemson, three, I'd keep. Georgia, four. I think I'd put Ohio State above Oklahoma. 
if if they were playing each other, I would pick Ohio State to win against Oklahoma. I yeah. Think. The way I would the way I'd go about it, um, I would take away every team's best win and I'd take away every team's worst loss, and I'd I'd rank it from that. And by that logic, I'd still have Oklahoma ahead of Ohio State. I mean, even though even though um, teams played each other, like who would you take to beat Ohio State? Like Alabama and who else? Teams that I expect Ohio State would beat out of those six, I would say that they would beat. I'm going to say this. I think they beat Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I think, think that, I think four, five, and six are pretty much locks for me to beat Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I think all of them beat Notre Dame. I think that does Ohio State beat Clemson? No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think that they. I think that they. They have a pretty good shot to beat Georgia, if somehow that were to happen, which it wouldn't. Oh, I guess it could actually. If if Georgia wins and the committee hates Alabama all of a sudden, don't see. I don't still don't see anyone really beating Alabama. But the point is, if we get into this eye test discussion instead of record, like if I get into the the eye test, I start to think like, well, now Notre Dame becomes less impressive. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, Georgia, in my mind, looks a little better. I just like and maybe and the other thing is I just like the way Georgia plays football. So I have a bias all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't like the way that Oklahoma plays football. So, you know, it's kind of this is the stupidity of what do you think is the best teams? Well, if you think offense is key, then you're going to go with fucking offensive powerhouses. If you think like sound fundamentals are key, then you're probably going to pick a team from fucking the Big Ten um, you know, and maybe the Pac-12 some years, and the SEC. You know, like it. I don't know. I, I hate like the. It's like they instead of just making this simple, they had to make it fucking complicated, which is really, really, like they used equivocating language when they didn't have to, for no apparent reason. And that's why we've had all these stupid dates. How confident are you guys on how you feel about Clemson? Because. I feel like there was not one game where you could look at and be like, that's the real Clemson. Like, I know how good they are. Their schedule is just so trash. And I mean, like, if they got blown out, I would be like, oh, well, I guess I didn't know that they really actually sucked because they didn't play any. I mean, I haven't really watched all their games, but schedule's trash. Some of them are big wins. Some of them are close. Clemson's another team where I think that if you swapped their record, their exact record with UCF, like where where would you? If UCF played the same schedule, won all those games by exactly the same score, where do you rank UCF? And it's still <laughs> still at seven. It's yeah. It's like Clemson is getting the uh, getting the bump because they've been there before. They yeah. won a title. And they started the season at two. This is the problem yeah. with preseason rankings. I mean, this I've never seen a worse schedule, I don't think. And it's not their fault. Like, Florida State is down. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but they still look at some of these games, though. Like, like the Syracuse game is a four-point game, right? The A&M game is a two-point game. And I don't know if y'all watched that, but that, that shit could have easily been a win for A&M if that yeah. call went the other way. I remember that. Uh, Jimbo Fisher still having a heart attack over that. NC State touchdown game. Syracuse. Did I say that already? Wait, NC State? 
NC State was a blowout. Yeah. It was 41 to 7. What am I looking at here? Why is this wrong? I don't know. Don't listen to me then. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Clemson... I'm looking at the fucking previous year, which will bring that up too. <laughs> Clemson has impressed me more, more than um, I guess it has for you guys. Why? Just the combination of. I'm more impressed with Notre Dame winning those games that you know people are going to come out for. Clemson. Like the, the combination of like offense and defense, like the past two months, they've just blown everybody out. Um, they scored but, 27 points against BC. But like BC, the, BC slows the game down with that running game and everything. I, I'm not surprised that they only scored 27. I mean, I, I saw a good bit of that game and, and like, BC didn't have a chance at it. Yeah, they didn't have a quarterback. But, but so I, I don't know. I Clemson would be my number two. I I like what they have. I think they're the best chance to beat Alabama. But that's just me. I I would say Clemson's my number two, not because of little blonde boy or the French running back, although I like them both. Uh, yeah, talking to you, Trevor. Um, but uh, no, I think their lines are really really good. The D-line, the O-line are just solid. I think that that's a solid formula to at least keep you in the game. I think you can make the case, the same case for Notre Dame and Georgia. Oklahoma, obviously, less on the D-line side. Ohio State is just kind of... But I, I don't like... Here's the thing. I don't like betting against Ohio State. Like, when they go on this vertical trajectory shit... And they like they're like, oh, we had a rough game, and then they start like putting up eighty on people. Told you, you know, for the last two weeks, man, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer, all of a sudden gets it to click at the end, and all of a sudden he's crushing Michigan, and he's slithering his way into like conference championships and playoffs, and same shit we see every year. I'll tell you what he did. He fucking he threatened to stop paying everybody's parents' mortgage. That's what he did. You know, he was like, get it the fuck together, or Mama's homeless. <laughs> He's like, that I'm, actually, I'm actually going to report domestic violence up the ladder. <laughs> we should hope that this goes, this blows up, so that cyst just you know gets a little bigger. Which has there ever been more reporting on a fucking brain cyst in the history of time, or his reactions on the sideline as he's like trying out for the damn Broadway? Yeah, that's incredible. I yeah. think he knows it at this point, and he's just, like, overreacting. He's, like, head is down, celebrating. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, like, can we I, – I guess they can't operate on the cyst. Is that the story? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know why we're yeah, still I talking thought, about the cyst. I thought he had the cyst removed already. I don't know. I think he still like, has the cyst. Like 10 years ago. game they're like urban meyer with that cyst yeah i don't think measuring his brain get rid of it you know i don't know who knows whatever it must be uh stressful to not report things um maybe that's what makes his uh coaching skills so uh superior it's just his uh like altered brain state could be could be he had surgery four years ago to remove fluid from the cyst uh, I'd like a longitudinal study about uh, coaching skills with uh, coaches with brain cysts. 
Maybe, maybe uh, in the next few years when this podcast blows up and we get a lot of funding, we can uh, we can work on commissioning a study. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll reach out to some, I'd like to see uh, it. some university. Um, so what's the top four that you want to see? What ball games do you want to see? Hold on. Well, I'd rather talk about... Well, okay, fine. <laughs> but we'll, you know, Up to you. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that what's, what's actually interesting, what's way more interesting than the playoff is all the things that ramifications of the playoff due to the New Year's Six Bowls, right? Because if this team wins and this team wins and this team wins, it fucks everyone that's behind them over into weird things. So, you know, obviously, like, that's why, I mean, with the whole Florida thing, I, I will say as a, as a biased Penn State fan, I was like, how the fuck did they move up that far, you know, when they beat a shit-ass Florida State team? Um but yeah, obviously, like if Northwestern wins, like or the, I guess they go to the Rose Bowl, right? They're yeah. the Big Ten winner, and then we go to like the Outback Bowl. We get pushed down so far. Yeah, because you've got Michigan and Ohio State that are still going to sit there. Um, what we really don't need to happen um, for Penn State, you can't have Texas win at all. Like that's that's pretty much uh... the best case scenario for Penn State is Clemson somehow loses. And Georgia gets blown out. <laughs> that would be best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, you don't want Clemson to lose because then Pitt would get a New Year's Six and Clemson would get a New Year's Six. Sorry, right, so need, I thought if, that if Oklahoma loses, Texas probably jumps us. So New Year's Six is a pipe dream. This is the trouble of, like, when you have, like, teams on one side of the conference that are, like, Jesus, and then the other side is, like, a trash sandwich, you know? And we have a lot of that going on this year. I mean, all the projections online still show that Penn State will play in the Peach Bowl against LSU. Um, I don't see that. Are we supposed to go to the Citrus or something? Yeah. Yeah, I kept reading the Citrus. citrus. Against Uh, Peach, Citrus, it's, like, the same. (laughs) <laughs> with fruits yeah. you know there's a fruit involved and in, peach in is kind of citrusy is that what you're trying to say yeah i'm drinking some peach tea right now he's got a point yeah. the weird one i think the one that i feel kind of bad for is old wazoo you know gets has to play washington in a game that like is totally not conducive to their offense at all like it has to play in a fucking tundra. They're this big spread them out offense. Can't do that. And loose is a. I think if that's played in any better weather, Washington State will win that game. Yeah. But it's kind of classic Mike Leach. To blow it and not win the conference championship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So what, what, what do we think here? We'll just go with, the, with consensus picks. We probably think Alabama's going to win, I'm assuming, right? Any, any nays to that? Do we want to do lines or no? Are the spreads out? Should we look up the spreads? Yeah, I got, I got the spreads right here. All right, hit me with the spreads. All right, you want to rapid fire through these? Yeah. Uh, do you have a piece of paper? I want to write it down. Like, I want to write down everyone's shit. Okay. Uh, I, I don't have a piece of paper. Well, talk, talk amongst yourselves for two seconds. All right, I'll write it down. You got it? Uh, well, I got to, like, write Will, Alex, this is where it would help to have a producer for our podcast. Yeah, for real, man. This is like fucking... Can we, can we get an intern or something? Well, then we could have some drops, too, you know. All right. Give me the SEC title game. 
Uh, it's 13 and a half. For 13 and a half. John. Do they, uh, we're going to go with, we're going to go with, does the under, yeah. 13 and a half, Alabama covers. Alabama. What about the over-under? I don't have the over-under. Wait, hold what on. The over-under? Okay. I just okay. want to do spreads. All right. Never mind. Why not? Why not? Come on. All right, do the over-under. Jesus Christ. 63.5. 63.5. Under. It's completely under if it's 63 and a half. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> under. Insane. I'm taking Georgia to cover the spread and, uh, yeah, the, the under. Georgia, under. John's got under. Chris? Uh, Georgia, under as well. I think uh, they keep this one close. I think it, it could actually be a classic. Could be a classic. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a pretty good game. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take uh, Alabama and the under. So we got, we, we're, we seem all confident in the under. We're split on who covers. Give me that big bad 10. Um, that is Ohio State minus 14 and a half over under. 61 and a half. Well, I like, uh, I like Northwestern and the under again. Oh, Lord. I'll take Ohio State to do the over themselves. Write that down. All right. <laughs> you That's over. You're probably right. <laughs> I don't have a lot of confidence in my pick. <laughs> Chris? I'm, I'm more on the Will side of this. Uh, I think Ohio State blows them out. That Would offense you? has been humming the past uh, the past couple of weeks. I think Haskins is hot. They're gonna they're gonna roll. I will be rooting for Northwestern though. And they'll be playing inside in that dome. That'll help the passing game. Yeah, true. What is it? It's um, what's the line? The the over under? Sixty one. Sixty one and a half. All right. I'm gonna take Ohio State, but I'm gonna be a little bit of a counter. I'm gonna say under on this game. I'm going to say under. But I'm going to say Northwestern basically scores no points. Like, it's like a fucking 59 to nothing game. So, you know, that's my bet. I'll put that down. 59-0. Okay. Uh, what do we got? Pac-12? Is that Utah? Washington? Yeah, Washington is, is uh, minus 5.5 against the Utes. The, uh, it's 45 over under. Uh, I like Washington and the over. Washington and the over. I will give no basis for this. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the opposite of that. My basis is he's wrong. Um, you, so you, you want you want Utah and under the and the under? Okay, Chris. I'm just going to stick with the agreeing with Will. Uh, Utah under. This is going to be an ugly game. 10-7. 10-7. What's, is it negative? Washington's given five? And a half, yeah. Five and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take, take Utah. And it was 45. I'm going to take that over, actually. Utah and over. Uh, what do we got still? Oh, the Big 12 um, was this fucking 300 yeah. points? Well, is that what the, 70, the line is? 77.5. Over. 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 <laughs> totally over. 
what was the uh, man? I wish I would have known the spread on the West Virginia Oklahoma game. Wasn't it in the eighties or something? It was at eighty-one, I thought, or something. But they blew through that like in by halftime. Yeah, I remember. All right. Anyway, go ahead. What's the what's the what are the numbers? Oh, I need the stats. It's uh, Oklahoma minus eight. Oklahoma and giving eight. Giving eight and seventy-seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, let's let's go with Texas in the over. I I think this is gonna be a. Uh, Oklahoma has yet to prove to me that they can't give up less than forty points. So if yeah, they're gonna it's win, gotta, um, gotta be the over. If they're going to win, which I do think they'll win, and I think it'll be uh, pretty much exactly how all of their games in the last month have gone. They haven't given up less than 40 points since October. So I I really think that this will be an over game, and they'll probably win because their, their offense is just that good. What are they, averaging 50 a game this year? Something ridiculous like that, yeah. William, what do you think? I'm wondering where the hell they're creating this over underline from they haven't it's been like in the 80s and 90s their last seven games give me the over and uh oklahoma covers over and oklahoma i'm gonna take that game 50 to 40 i'd like to know the uh if there's like a like really crazed gambling degenerate that is gonna listen to our podcast just to hear our picks there's like there's like spread betting podcasts like I, I hope that I hope there's a guy out there that uh, looks up this podcast just to get our picks and relies completely on them. Word is that Sam Ellinger's uh, shoulder is a little not 100. percent So, is this inside I'm gonna, scoop? I'm going to take Oklahoma, uh, and I'm going to take the under. Actually, they're going to win 35 28. 35 28. Maybe. What is that? The first Maybe 38-28 so they can cover. 38-28. <laughs> Maybe uh, Texas's head coach could uh, take him to go get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, I'm, a, I'm a little torn on this. Let me see here. Let me see here. Let me see here. Um... I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, with the John logic with Texas and the over. I just think Oklahoma has been in too many fucking close games this year against decent offenses. You know? Certainly it's won't like, be a happy ending for Texas. Uh, it might be. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it is. I fucking yes, hate the, it. That that was another uh, massage. Yeah, I, got yeah. okay. I was trying okay. to get us trying to get us away from uh, hand jobs, but uh, you know, Did why we do not? Uh, we gotta do right. Do we have to do pit? Yeah. Oh pit, my god, my Miami. Miami. Minus twenty-seven point five. <laughs> in Charlotte, or in Charlotte, I mean. Oh, it's in Charlotte. That's outside, right? That is outdoors. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the uh, Panthers Stadium outdoors. Yeah, oh, they're be- they're playing at uh, the University of Charlotte <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> no, they're not playing it. At- at the site of Go Long. Oh. Yeah, go long. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to bet it's kind of cold, so keep that in mind, people. 61 and rainy. 
61 over, Randy. Over under is 53 and a half. I like the over and I like Pitt. Wow. I'm taking the under and I'm taking uh, Pitt. It's it's 27 points. Yeah, I think Pitt will get at least John, he wanted the over, right? Yeah, he said. Yeah, I wanted the over. I like I like Pitt getting like 20. <laughs> Did Christopher? They want to hear what Pat Narduzzi said uh, this week. No, enlighten us. Enlighten he, said, he said that they were the no-name the no-name Pittsburgh team. And that was that was his way of motivating his guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're just we're just the no-name like no we just you know we got here because we were lucky. They've been the no-name Pittsburgh team since like 35 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows that. It's That's true. how you should. Appear. That is come, their name. Come the join no the no-name name Pittsburgh team. When when did Dan Marino graduate? They're that other team that's almost <laughs> like the Temple in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Christopher, what, what's your what's your pick here? I'm gonna, this is this is a really tough one. I I'll take the no-name Pittsburgh team, I think, but just by it, just by a hair. No, actually, you know what? The, Clemson's going to win by twenty-eight. I'm taking Clemson over. Way to way to make me scratch out Pitt. You, you know what? Whatever. Let me. You want the over? The under. I want over. Okay. I'm gonna call it right now. Pitt's gonna win the game. <laughs> Pitt over. The oh, scrappy. The, the scrappy ragtag bunch. I'm taking the over, and I'm taking Pitt to win the game. What? Thirty-five 14? to thirty-three. It's Stop. not unheard of. It's not unheard of. That's happened before. It's happened before, you. They have gone down to the Carolinas. And, and who, this is, what, this is easily just spread alone. This is, nobody's paying attention to this game. How do you but think no, they score five touchdowns? How is that going to happen? I don't, they, they, can, lucky play? they have a good running game. They do have a run, good, good running game. All right, so I'll give you two long runs. Find me three more touchdowns. I don't, Pitt's erratic. I don't follow, nobody knows who's on that team. There's no oh, like actually, legitimate I have a correction to make from a previous I'll, podcast. I'll give you a pick, uh, kickoff or a punt return. You're up to three touchdowns. Find me two more for Pittsburgh. There's no I don't know. They drive down the field and just slice it and dice Clemson's defense. Nope. I think they do. It could happen. It could happen. It's not going to. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying this. You've got young Trev, young Trev, Trev. You know, everyone's hot on this kid's dick. You know. He's in the, he, you know, he got gifted the piece of cake a little early, right? What's he do when Big Bad Pittsburgh comes to town and fucking starts, you know? Well, hold on. They're not big and bad. Even their coach did not call them big and bad. When they you bring know, their no in their name. <laughs> <laughs> they should hire um, D'Antonio for like one week. Just to like do whatever D'Antonio does with Michigan State all the time. They need Dave Wanstead back. <laughs> um... Is that all the games? And real quick, let's let's pick uh, UCF. They're UCF minus three plays. against Memphis. Ooh. UCF giving three to Memphis? Yeah, Mackenzie Milton out. You're fucking up my chart here, man. What do but they are. do here? Oh, the over-under? Um, That's like a 600. 65. Over. 
I like the under, and I like Memphis. I'm I'm with John. I like Memphis outright. Uh, probably over. Hate to say it, UCF, but your 20 million game win streak is over, and you have nothing to show for it other than a claimed national title that doesn't mean anything. Uh, Memphis. Sorry. We got a Memphis. Tell it, to, tell it to Scott Frost. Uh, Willie. Willie Taggart. UCF is going to roll. Wow. I don't even remember what the over is, but they'll they'll do it. Over. Uh, I'm going to take Memphis to cover the over alone. So, Memphis. Ooh. They're going to score 64. All right. I think we're I actually uh, actually have uh, one more bonus here. Um since uh, the end of the season happened and uh, there's a team that was without one of their games and the NCA told them that their makeup game would not count if they played the their opponent that they were planning on playing. Um, they decided to schedule it for this Saturday at noon, and that is Iowa State against the Drake Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> the... NCAA literally told them that their game against Drake would not count towards their bowl eligibility, so that's why they had to schedule it this week. The line is currently Iowa State is the underdog. No, I'm kidding. Uh, They are giving 42.5, and and the over-under is 53.5. Chris, are you going with Drake? SL sorry. Um, <laughs> the no, NCAA I, called them on their cell phone and said this won't count towards your bulls eligibility. <laughs> Forty-two and a half. I'm, I am, I am definitely going with Drake. Absolutely, Ohio State. Iowa State's not going to show up for that game. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say if the Siddle can do it, anyone can do it. Drake keeps I it think, close. Uh, I think that. Uh, Drake has uh, started from the bottom, and I believe that they will stay there. I think that Iowa State covers this easily, and I believe I'm going to take the over as well because I, I'll predict a final score of 73 to nothing. I'm just going to write these down because John is going to go 0 for 6. I, I may. I didn't actually I, write that down, but. You know, I just made well, it's though. recorded for for all time. So it is. I, it's, I you know, I didn't even think about that. I could have just come back and fucking <laughs> written everything down. He's writing down. That's like I'm sitting here frantically writing like an asshole, and I could have just re-listened to this like I usually well, do. I hope that Terry and Skokie could uh, write the podcast next week and let me know if I was right on my uh, Drake pick. We'll find out. Um, I don't know. Do we have anything else to? Um... I don't know. I was going to hate on Mississippi State like I always do, but I've already done that. Um, Mississippi State, I hope we play you in a bowl game. I hope so. Moorhead versus Frank. We're probably going to lose that game. Um, I don't want to play that. Uh, I don't know. You want to talk about the carousel? Weird carousel going on. I I do want to talk about the carousel. Weird carousel. I'll talk, talk about the like formerly good coach carousel so far. If you're 50 and you can't get it up, you've got a job eligibility. You know, that's what this year is all about. Last year, you had to be young. This year, if you're young and hot, 
or like 70 years old, you can get a job. Well, the young and hot ones are out. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury. Dude, he's going to get the USC job. No, relax. Yes, he is. We're not talking about physical attractiveness when we're saying young and hot, Chris. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Alex was talking about. That's what I was talking about. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. (laughs) I like how he was like the quarterback. Oh, we literally were talking about the (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you know. I mean... How that must have been. Listen, can we just take a moment to appreciate what Cliff Kingsbury did at Texas Tech? And I don't mean what he did as a football coach or as a player. I mean the dude was there. He's the quarterback. Like how much? How many women did this guy use his status to impregnate at Texas Tech? Like the entirety of Lubbock probably fucking looks like Cliff Kingsbury. This is my expectation. I've never been there. Is long-term planning. He basically created a whole football team for 2036. Yeah. I'd like to point out how inappropriate it is for the media to repeatedly bring up his physical uh, attractiveness to him. Like, this is borderline. You know, it's not even borderline. Like, it's actual sexual harassment to the point where Cliff Kingsbury is, like, visibly uncomfortable anytime anyone brings up his looks and they still do it all the time yeah imagine that's on the other foot how old is is cliff kingsbury like 37 is that how old he is i think that's about his age yeah oh um can he be that old i feel like he played not that long ago he's 39 was he an assistant anywhere else uh, well, he coached Johnny football for one year at Texas A&M. He was their O coordinator, uh, okay. and he coached at Houston. Still, I mean, I don't know. I'm telling you, he gets the USC job. I'm telling you, Mike Leach comes back to finish you, what he started. You're you're talking about the O coordinator job, right? Not the. No, he gets oh, the head God. coaching job. I'm talking no, about he, the head fucking coaching job. I, Clay Helton's already confirmed staying. Yeah, USC has uh, come out and said that they're not making a change. Although that could also change. I want less miles to hire. I'm not going to lie. I read USC set to hire Cliff, and that's as far as I read earlier. So <laughs> this is where the confusion stems. So, yeah, he gets the O coordinator job. Less miles. Make a move. Hire him as the O coordinator at Kansas. Do we have any updates on where Greg Schiano is rumored to go to this year? Why? You want to riot? <laughs> I feel like Greg Schiano is the uh, leading man for, like, every school that kind of sucks, and they never hire him. Yeah. Well, I mean, this year, is he really that hot, though? Because, like, the whole, like, Ohio State's defense is just trash, you know? Kind of hurts your your money potential. Maybe maybe he can go back to uh, Rutgers and work some magic. Better hope so. I love the redemption tour. Who's made the best hire so far? Or the best, we'll say the best hire or the best, like, yeah, they should keep that guy. Like, anyone that was on the hot seat, if they kept them or hired a new person, who's, who's the best? Who do we like? Well, I think the easiest one for, for firing is Zach Smith. And, uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean, right now, like, end of season, John. <laughs> we'll cut uh, <laughs> Yeah, we got to edit that. The, the, well, the best hire for me easily is Les Miles because, like, 
what else is Kansas doing? What were they doing and where they'll be? I mean, their floor is now so much lower with less miles. I'm not saying that they're going to be a playoff team or even that they'll be uh, a top 10 or a top 15 team, but their ceiling is so much higher and their floor is so much lower with less miles. And that's more than you could say that than they've had in, I don't know, when was that time they were randomly ranked? Like 2007? Yeah. Number one in the country. The weird year. The weird year. Yeah, the I would agree. The ridiculous year where the BCS just broke. Somebody hacked into the BCS and put Kansas at one. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I like, I think Les Miles is the best. I would agree. Um, he knows the recruiting area decently well. Um, you know, yeah, he's a defensive guy, but like, sure, he'll pick up some asset to do the offensive job. I kind of hate the Mac Brown thing. I I don't understand that shit at all. You know, I think that guy's a barnacle. You should throw him back in the sea where he belongs. Mac Brown reminds me the the Mac Brown hire, I should say, reminds me of uh, that um, dirty grandpa movie where Robert De Niro starred with Zac Efron. It's just kind of like, uh, it's just kind of like Robert De Niro's like, all right, like I'm going to get paid and I like don't really have to act at all. Okay. Like Mac Brown's like, all right, well, I get to go back to this school that I used to coach at and like they're probably going to pay me a shitload and I don't really have to do much other than be me. Although this could end up being like a, like a Spurrier thing where he has a, a nice little run where he's not necessarily a he doesn't have a great team but they're probably going to be a lot better than they than they were like unc the last two years has just been so awful you put lipstick on a pig it's still yeah. a pig That's yeah but it's opinion. gonna it's gonna look a lot better <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a better looking thing <laughs> i think i think they're like they're just gonna put some beer goggles on for the fans you know like you're gonna be like, hey, this looks better, and then you're still gonna be like five and seven. Well, we look better this year. He's making what have we got here? Seven hundred fifty grand a year, two million in supplemental compensation. Oh, that's a pretty terrible deal. Yeah, it's like really not. I was looking for better here. It's just a retirement job, huh? I thought yeah. thought he was gonna get a couple mil. I, I, I mean, I guess the the uh, incentives are like probably like six wins. It's like he like probably didn't understand like like that you can negotiate like ridiculous contracts now in college football. Yeah, they have he to has pay like two hundred wins. They have to pay Larry Fedora, Larry fucking Fedora, twelve million dollars. Where's Butch Davis been these days? You see, coach at Alabama, isn't he? Is he still on the hot seat somewhere? Is I feel like Butch Davis just Alabama? gets hired on the hot seat. Which Davis was smoking victory cigars after Alabama beat Tennessee. He's a he's a Florida international. Hey, smoking on his hot seat. Wasn't that Butch Jones? Oh, who had Butch Jones? I got the wrong guy. Oh yeah, no, John, are you thinking of Butch Jones from Tennessee? I'm thinking of Butch Davis. Who the fuck's Butch Miami, Davis? The Miami coach, then he coached uh uh UNC. He's at he's at Florida International. Yeah. I'm sure he's on the hot seat there. Right is word. he the he is he a coach under uh what's his face? Lane who? Lane? 
No, oh. he's at Florida Atlantic. In Florida Atlantic. Uh, there's so many of those stupid, like, directional ocean Florida schools that <laughs> I just don't even understand. I wonder if, like, Florida International is just like... Sorry, Central Florida. I know that you're having a great year. <laughs> so, should Georgia Tech move on from the triple option? No. Never. They should, they should hire, a, I don't know, the guy from Army or Ken Niamatololo. Like... Yeah. That was a pretty was, impressive Niamatololo. I've yeah. never said that properly, ever. And you just Ken like, Niamatololo, uh, or whatever. Um, we've already established that Hawaiian names are hard to say on this podcast, and you just whip that one out in stride. Well, well Kaku is very easy to pronounce, but that, again, is a made-up name. But uh, <laughs> uh, Shots fired. Yeah. But that man, T... Uh, Kenny Amatololo is uh, he—he was a hot name a couple of years ago. I guess he's just not interested in leaving Navy. Uh, although, I mean, I don't know who's going to want to hire him this year. They had a pretty terrible season. So yeah, that's but why the Jeff Monken or whatever his name is from Army is getting a little more buzz. But yeah, nine, I'm wondering if like they should just move two, on right? altogether from the uh, from the option. Yeah, I think they're nine and two right now. That's pretty crazy. Almost beat Oklahoma too. <laughs> Don't forget it. That was a good game. That's my local school. That's uh, the highest-ranked team near me. Yeah. How how north in New York City are you? I'm I'm in New York City. I'm about twenty miles north. <laughs> okay. uh, how far outside Philly are you? I'm from Philly. I, I'm from Philly though. Like I'm two hours outside of Philly in New York. <laughs> I used to like people would ask me they'd be like I would only say that I was from New York if I was talking to like a fucking foreign person but I'm like closer to Philly than you know 900% of anyone that says that they're uh, whatever close to Philly so I don't know I don't even know what I was saying there I was reading a text um, is there any other coaching going on in the carousel what do we think about them keeping Clay Helton do you love it? Do you hate it? Uh, I don't really give a shit about it, but, you know. Neither. They picked up a USC, picked up another modern-day quarterback, I think. They got another one coming in. Those bastards. Is uh, Does Clay Helen have any relation to Todd Helen? Fuck a Statistician? Oh, let me look it up real quick. No. Uh, he his brother is named Tyson Helton. That was a poor decision. Maybe that's the guy from the Tyson Chicken. Yeah, it could be. Could uh, be. Todd Helton, by the way, was the uh, backup quarterback for Peyton Manning, and then went on to have like a twenty-year career with the Rockies. What? Yeah, it's almost like you never collected baseball cards as a kid. Come on, man. I didn't. You know? Anyway, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't hit. I, I, I think the Clay Helton would be a great hire at Pottery Barn. Just give <laughs> <the> name. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. Clay <laughs> Helton. <laughs> That'd be like imagine going in like, 
Why do you think you should work here? My name's Clay, man. <laughs> You're hired. Born for this job. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You know who else is named Clay? Is that kid from uh, Forty Reasons Why I Killed Myself? Oh you know? my god. Forty-five. But uh, to confirm the the report that you brought up earlier, uh, Kingsbury is a favorite to land on Helton's staff. Yeah, COC. Um, apparently, Louisville fans are like burning everything that says Brahm on it. I don't know if you read that. Uh, so, as yeah. we expected, people from Kentucky are idiots. Yeah, there was a bomb threat at one of the high at his former high school. His high school. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't join Louisville? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Louisville seems to really be able to put it in perspective down there. You know, definitely no lack so of it. Louisville has fired Petrino for the 16th time. They'll rehire him. How, yeah, how many more <laughs> years until they time. bring him back? He said, do you think it just takes to like a few months and they rehire him? Like they couldn't find anyone? Maybe, you know. This is just like the uh, Mike Riley I think, like, short of him, like, killing a stripper, he's still got the job if he wants it. I don't even know. I think he'd still get the job. <laughs> They'd be like, well... It's Arkansas. Self They'd be like, oh, she was a sinner. <laughs> Self-defense. He's <laughs> defended his dick. Um, or not Arkansas. I'm sorry. It's Louisville. Yeah, it's Louisville. He used to coach in Arkansas, but it's the same type of people. We hate but, Where is Brett Bielema? <laughs> What happened to him? I don't think he has, has a job right now at all. I think he's at a Hardee's or Carl's Jr. right now. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a head manager there. Have you guys, um, have you guys oh, ever seen Bielema's wife? I think he just meant he was eating there. Have you ever well, seen Bielema's wife? You get fringe you benefits by working there. Have I ever seen Bielema's wife? Yeah, no. Uh, look it up. Look it up because you're going to be stunned. <laughs> it's actually infuriating. It's the first thing that comes up when you type Brett Beal. <laughs> He's working for the Patriots. So oh Where is he? He? Must, be a, must be a very, very nice man. New England Patriots. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yeah, we, he's got, he has a hog the size of a fucking the Titanic. <laughs> or he's just like the nicest guy in the history of time. There's only two options here. Because his face looks like it got run over by a tractor. And then they fucking, you know, buried it and dug it up 50 years later. Like, it, and his body is, you know, they probably, like, fucking could use that to figure out, you know. Well, I don't know. When you're the head coach happen. of, uh, when you're the head coach of Arkansas, you have a lot of power. It's practically like you're the governor. And, you know, Bill Clinton was governor there, so. Bill Clinton's better looking than Brett Bieliba, though. You know, this guy's atrocious looking. He's got a widow's peak. He's got a giant nose. There's no redeeming qualities, you know. Clinton's probably fucked as well. Cliff Kingsbury's probably fucked his wife. I would not doubt that. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is is by no means fact. This is pure speculation. We have no basis for saying these things. Speak for yourself. Please don't tell us we have no funds. (laughs) I talked to Cliff recently. That's what I, if I was Cliff Kingsbury, that's what I would do every time we traveled. I would figure out where the coach's wife was. And then, like, when I met him on the field, like, 
like some like shitty comment in his ear, like, "Hey, your wife looked nice last night," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just have him on the sideline like 15 minutes before the game, like, "Where were you?" You know. You think you that you're at the liquor store? You think that's a recruiting I mean, tactic? Like um, kids, kids thinking about going to Texas, Cliff. Kingsbury's just sitting there like, nah, no, no, no. Coach is a pussy, and I fucked his wife. Come yeah. to Texas Tech. It's a good one. I mean, didn't um, didn't like Joe Pa meet his wife uh, Sue uh, when she was like a freshman, and he was like a thirty-year-old assistant? There's nothing weird about that. That's a bold claim. I, I think <laughs> that your your numbers might be a little off, but your general story is correct. That's not a bold claim, given the other claims we've made. <laughs> I know. But it's just a bold claim because it's against our own school. <laughs> we've been going down this road for a little while now. <laughs> yeah. I dare say Joe was 45 and she was 16. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense for what happened later. Um, never mind. Um, oh, oh, my God. I didn't say it. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got we got real off topic here. We fuck it. <laughs> We're over time. We're we way over time. Yeah, we got to hate on a team here. Let's Washing get the fuck back here. Coaches. <laughs> over time. All right. All right. We're going to hate on Oregon State. Um, you know, I'm supposed to introduce that better. This is the why your team sucks, Oregon State. Uh, who wants to hate on Oregon State first or last? Or I don't care. Anyone? 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 No. All right, Oregon State. The thing that I'm like, I feel like most famous for is beating USC like ten years ago when they were good. They've they've done barely anything since. The only other thing they're famous for is that Obama's brother-in-law used to coach for the basketball team, and they've been a miserable program for the past I don't know seven, eight years. So yeah. Will, why you hate Oregon State? Whatever happens to Quiz Rogers? That's what I need to know. I think he's out of the NFL. He goes by Jaquiz Rogers now? Didn't he have a brother? Yeah, he definitely had a brother. What was his name? It was like the same fucking name. It was Jatest, wasn't it? <laughs> God, I <It> was not. <laughs> Jugsam Rogers. Ja Midterm. No, his, I don't, brother, I, his brother's his name, name was, was uh, James Rogers. No, really? You don't just name a kid Jaquiz and then make the other one's name like James. I think James felt. Paul and James. Probably why he wasn't as good at football. Because <laughs> he had a more plain name. My name is not interesting enough. Plain. Uh, uh, my notes on why I hate Oregon State. Um, well... First of all, they play in a town called Corvallis, which is Latin for heart of the valley. Um, to me, it just sounds like a name of venereal disease. Um, like, like you go to the doctor and they say, like, you know, uh, I'm really sorry that you, you probably should have wrapped it up more because you have Corvallis now. <laughs> um, <laughs> their uh, most notable uh, player is... What what the hell is his name? Uh, t- something Baker. I can't even read my own handwriting. Tommy Baker. Let's go with Tommy Baker. He was a Heisman winner in 1962, first overall pick in the NFL draft, 
and he finished his career in the NFL after two years, no touchdowns, four interceptions. But that's not all of the story for him. He then went on to the CFL, where he uh, started at quarterback and earned his law degree at the same time, which says a lot about the CFL. If you can't even make it, <laughs> you can't even make it in the NFL, but <laughs> you could go to the CFL, start, and earn your law degree while playing for them. <laughs> um, their coach is currently Jonathan Smith, who I, I think this is, fir- what is his first year, second year? I think it's second year. Second year. Uh, so I'll give him a little leeway here when he uh, he and his his team accidentally sent recruiting letters to current Hawaii players last year, I'd, I'd inviting them to the spring game. <laughs> I'd read that. And uh, the, the saddest thing that I found uh, about them this year is an article by the local uh, newspaper that was done midseason titled Oregon State has improved, just not in the wins column. And they, they list a number of uh, midseason factors, and three of the uh, three of the notable factors are offense is formidable, <laughs> defense is porous, and there is no quick fix. Sounds like they're very much improved team, and if that's going to be your improvement from last year, then you got a real problem. I'll leave the. Uh, Mike Riley or whatever the hell Rick Riley hiring uh, to to you, Alex. Um, well, I, I just like to open up with my hate on Oregon State when I was trying to Google Oregon State schedule to figure out. I think they have two wins this year, but I just Googled Oregon State. And the first thing that came up was Oregon State student convicted of a hate crime two hours ago. So those are your students, Oregon State. And he's a Ph.D. candidate. And he was putting little leaflets on cars against the blacks. So how about that, Oregon State? Oh, I don't even fuck. know what that means. I don't know. It's something, some racial slur shit. I don't know. Um, other reasons to hate Oregon State, they call their town Core Vegas. As if it's like, that's like the nickname. Like, go oh, fuck That's yourself. even more of like a venereal disease sounding name. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, you're, you're not Vegas. Stop trying to equate yourself to that. That's trash. I think it's a wet campus. They're, like, real fucking proud of that. But on the football side of things, like, you got a guy that coached on Wisconsin. Like, this – and you had a guy before that that fucking went to Nebraska. Like, apparently, they're real coaches at Oregon State. And this dude comes in and just duds it up. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you have a guy that, that – yeah, granted, how did he get the job at Wisconsin? But he comes over to you. Do you not give them enough funding? Are you idiots? Are you stupid? It's hard to call the Civil War anything because Oregon just wins that shit every fucking year. I don't, the last time I looked at like that, there was even a game was like 2000. So I don't know. Not really like too much to talk about on Oregon State. You know, they have hate crimes apparently all the time because it's two hours ago. Who knows what I'll see tomorrow. Um, you know, we've they chosen their- as a uh, staff not to mention the uh, baseball player. Yeah, you know, we would not, we absolutely would not mention the situation with one of their baseball players molesting his six-year-old niece. We would never mention that on this podcast, because as we stated initially, this is a family-friendly place, um, and we would not mention incest that occurred at Oregon State. No, actually, that's wrong. 
my apologies on that. <laughs> Once again, we'd like to make note that uh, this is by no means an official stance by the podcast. Yeah. Ed, please don't sue us. By the way, this is a complete house uh, lawyer. Complete, complete, uh, just aside, but I watched um, Ricky Gervais's, uh, his like newest comedy special, and he totally does the thing where he says, I would never say, and then says like the worst thing imaginable. I was like, oh, so this like is a, it's an established tactic, you know? I would never say, we would never say those things. But uh, yeah, go fuck yourself, Oregon State. Go get a win, you know? You got Phil Knight down the road just giving out candy in the form of jerseys you know i think in order to uh, vacate liability on our behalf we'd have to label ourselves as a sports and comedy podcast the only problem is we're not funny it's true so <laughs> true well you gotta offend some people before you uh before you turn them around that's what i always say um yeah that's i don't know a good motto to live by yeah, you know, you know, successful people are going to piss some people off, you know, go with one of those. Uh, da, 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 I don't really know. I don't really know if we have uh, anything else on the agenda. Does anyone else want to talk about anything else that's, that's important? Bowl games? Bowl games we'd like to see? I think we'll touch on the bowl games next year or uh, sorry, next week, but we could talk about what we'd like to see. Yeah, let me see. Let me I'm going to pull up a bowl game projection sheet here. See, because some of them are actually interesting, and some of them are obviously. Uh... All right, I'm going off of CBS because they're reputable and they have great six o'clock TV shows. Uh, da, da, da. Do we care about any of the bad bulls? Da, da. I mean, like I do, but like not as much as the other ones. Here we go. The first. I don't one think our listeners tiny. do. First one that's kind of, all right. Uh, Texas Bowl, TCU versus Auburn. Who you got? I mean, if you're asking me, I'll take Auburn, but. I guess it's not that interesting. Syracuse, yeah. <laughs> Iowa State, Camping World Bowl. That would be a fun offensive sort of game. Two good quarterbacks. What the I would fuck like to see that. The Red Box Bowl? There's a Red Box Bowl now? I like it. It's Iowa Stanford is the projection. Who the Ooh. hell uses Red... You you go to grocery stores and you still see people at the Red Box machine? And I like, think uh, it's good for those movies that like haven't come out on Netflix yet. I'd imagine you know. people in Iowa are very big fans of Red Box. <laughs> <laughs> it's very new technology. Oh my god, yeah. They probably don't have Netflix in Iowa, do they? You know, Not yet. They only have uh, CBS. That's why it's America's most watched network. It's true. Uh, the middle of America's most watched network. That's why, that's why the Connors is the Roseanne is so big. Um, Northwest. I'd like to make a side note. Um, I I over Thanksgiving break. Um, over Thanksgiving break, I I had the uh, chance to tune into CBS's uh, Murphy Brown reboot. For about ten minutes, and it might be the worst show I've ever seen in my life. It really? made The Big Bang Theory look like The Sopranos. It it <laughs> made Two and a Half Men look like The Wire. 
I, I think it got canceled, John. Murphy Brown. I think the reboot got canceled. Good. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see if that didn't get canceled or not. Um, anyway. Sure, I was pissed off about that. The Holiday Bowl, Northwestern versus Utah. That's going to be a sleepy bowl. Who gives a fuck? Outback Bowl, Michigan State versus A&M. I got A&M in that for sure. We don't even know if these are real yet. Why yeah, I'm just, I'm just, we're, yeah. we're just, we're just having a look. <laughs> we're just having a look. And so this is the big question, right? Is we're projected right now for the Citrus against Kentucky, which I would, I would love. Really? That's going to be, oh, yeah, because uh, you've 15, been hitting on Kentucky all year. You wanna... I've been hitting on Kentucky. And I think when Trace gets his knee back, which hopefully happens, I think we're good. I think he had it back this past week. I think they, uh, they finally gave him his knee back. Whoever stole it. Yeah, but then in the uh, in the, the New York Six, Florida's projected to play Michigan, LSU to play USF or UCF, Ohio State would play Washington, and then Georgia would play Texas. So Florida, Michigan, talk about a oh boy. That's gonna be boring. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what else there is to talk about. Anyone else got anything? No, I don't think so. Next week we're all covered. We're all covered. Navy game. Good. So you know, right around an hour here, uh, plus twenty nine minutes. Um, So we really kept. uh, We really cut a lot of the bullshit out of this one. Uh, You know. (laughs) Yeah. Clearly, no sidebars. Um, Another sidebar. um, (laughs) So, so this next week is the conference championship week. Like two days from now, and then. Next, and then the week following is the Army-Navy game. Yeah. All right, That's so it we're going to have a full hour dedicated to Army-Navy next week? Yeah, okay. I would say. I would say we should do... Position by position. So everyone practice your Niamatololo for next yeah. week. <laughs> Niam... Wait, Niam... I can't do it. I got Niamatololo. Niamatololo. I want to say Niam a lot. I don't know why. Like Nematode or something. I don't know. Yeah. Can and we should do a um we should do a, a review of the past uniforms and pick out the year we like the best. That's like the most exciting part about the fucking army naming game. I, I think, think this year um Army is going to I think they said that they're gonna wear um skinned bald eagles as their uniform. <laughs> or I heard Trump's gonna make them wear uh MAGA jerseys. Yeah, uh <laughs> That they're gonna wear they're gonna wear ice uniforms <laughs> this year. <laughs> they're like it's our new jobs. <laughs> well, that's where this thing's gonna go eventually once college football season ends. So get ready, people! Whoever it is, Bill in Idaho, whoever oh, you are, we're trying to do a, a political podcast after the season. I don't know. I mean, what it, you know? We talk about the NFL, I guess. We talk about politics. I don't really know what else goes on. I guess we could talk about like technology we don't really have anything interesting do we we're just not interesting people no i mean our, our lives are pretty boring yeah i don't know well i think this is a good place to close out unless anyone has any more sidebars um you know sidebar 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 going once going twice all right well thank you to all five listeners that uh are probably going to be done after this one and uh you know what 
If you are done, fuck you. We have we have almost half as many uh, listeners as Murphy Brown does watchers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, give us five stars on the. Uh... You know how you know how underrated our podcast is. We don't have enough views right now to get Apple Analytics. I can't even see how many people have listened to it because there's just not enough for Apple to even register it. I was looking at it and I was like, maybe it's just not updating. And then I was like, I looked it up and it was like, no, if your podcast really sucks. And then I was listening to the, reading this guy's article that was like, was like, oh, I have a podcast for like three weeks and I already I have like 150 followers, so it's not really that big yet. And I was like, that motherfucker. We what's should he, hit that guy up. Yeah, what's he doing that we're not probably trying? Um, I don't know. I think I think we'll land eventually, but. Anywho, I'm going to close it out here. I think uh, we've talked for long enough. And, uh, yeah, we'll see if uh, we've got all our spread picks, too. We can talk. We can see uh, who, who gets the most points. That's right. Uh, end of the week. But uh, until then, what's, uh, what, goodbye and good night? Goodbye. Have a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go out there. Oh, we gotta say we have to sign off uh, to uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck you, Dan Herman. Dan Herman. Dan Herman. <laughs> if you're listening to this, go uh, fuck yourself. I gotta go. Yeah, you know. But uh, I think that's a good place to uh, to end. Toodaloo. Get yourself a happy ending, and uh, good night. Peace. <laughs>